0: Come stop and take a trip down on my block on. Where you see hidden potential Young minds sharper than Gensu And ain't afraid to speak they mind If they got something against you nope. We standing with you We tackle issues like civic pride Hate will cease to exist Let's put our differences aside From my side to your side From Dutch town to south side From Pimrose to north side From Benton Park to Old North nope. To West End the West Side We blessed when we step out nope. We stand down, rise up Stand together
1: wise up.
2: This is Stitch Cast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri.
1: This special edition episode of Stitch Cast Studio is for the Perception Isn't Always Reality Mental Health Campaign. Supported in part by Youth Bridge Community Foundation.
0: They say who that, but you already knew that, that be them Story stitches. Story Stitchers, Story Stitchers, Story Stitchers, Story
1: Stitchers, Story Stitchers.
3: So ultimately, we are making a PSA. Uh, we have a PSA project that we're working on to destigmatize mental health. What are some of the stigmas that
4: y'all see that should be broken from mental health? Believe everything that your mind is telling you, for sure. Can you elaborate? That's yeah. something that should be broken? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Uh, because the mind often lies to you. You. especially subconsciously, it grabs to a lot of things seen around you, it grabs onto the environment. So doing something over and over again, listening to something over and over again, you may not think twice about it, but that's becoming part of your reality, that's becoming part of your perception. And the most powerful thing that you have in life is your perception of reality. So you must allow yourself to go deep within yourself and go deep within those subconscious thoughts. And you're gonna realize a lot of things that you didn't even know were there. It's like, oh, I've been doing this, or I've been saying this, or I've been acting this certain way, or these thoughts have been repeating in my mind, and I've just been on autopilot. You know, that takes a lot of self-reflection.
5: Mm-hmm. I would say that um, mental health is not like, or what you're going through is not normal being not being okay is totally normal and I know that people think oh because that person is rich they're privileged or they have all of this or you know being poor it really doesn't define your mental state anybody can be have a mental illness and uh, I feel like we should normalize that more so than saying oh my situation is you know bigger than yours or that person shouldn't feel that way because oh she has everything
6: Yes, I 100 percent agree. So basically the stigma is very similar to yours, but it's basically um, the stigma that I would like to break is that mental health is only for certain people. Mental health is for everybody. That's literally just all it is, is taking care of your mind and which everybody needs to do, whether you're okay, whether you're not depressed. Everybody has to take care of their mind. So just, I guess, bringing more awareness that mental health is for everyone.
3: So Normalize it. I was just going to say, that's what we're hoping to do. That's exactly what we're going to do.
7: Yeah, I guess adding on to that, like, you don't have a mental illness because you deserve it. <laughs> like, th- it's not because you did something. It's it's not because anything's, like, your fault. It's mm-hmm. not your fault, I guess. That's how I should rephrase that. <laughs> it's yeah. never your fault. That's good.
3: I think that, I think at least one, one of the stigmas that I would like to see taken away is that the... Uh, i guess it, it all really go, just goes back to normalizing it or whatnot and i I don't, I don't know if i could label it a stigma but i know that a lot of people in my life either don't know or don't care and so yeah i'm try, I, I guess what i'm hoping this project does is let people know how important it is to be mentally healthy how many of your problems with you know how, how much the quality of life with improve if you if you knew more about mental health you know it's still people that don't believe depression is real you know like still even now it's 2023 and so yeah and uh, granted um some of the people especially in in uh these rougher areas don't exactly have the luxury of sitting down and thinking about how they feel mentally you know for a lot of them they they form the shell that allows them to survive the world they're in and so that that's kind of one of the things that I struggle with. Like I got I got I got I got friends that do things that I wish they ain't do flat out. That being said, I want to tell them like, yo, like, do you know how traumatized you are, or how depressed you are, or whatnot, you know, but I also know that he's gonna go back to doing whatever he was doing and that the tools that I'm trying to give him won't make him better at surviving these situations that he's in. You know, and so it's a real—I don't know—it's it's just something I, something that I that I struggle with internally. Like, how do I even bring this to you? Like, like I know that I know that where your mental is right now is turning you apart. I know it's messing you up, mm. but I also understand that awareness of of depression and, and trauma and all of that—it's it's not gonna help you in the situation that you're in, so to speak, the physical situation that you're in, and so. I don't know. I I I wonder how we reach those people.
4: You said earlier, right, uh that people think that mental health, they try to think about it too physically. You mm-hmm. said that earlier. Yeah. When we think about health, we only think about physical too much. It's like, oh my, my physical body's fine and everything and but if you continue to push mental health to the side it's going to affect you physically too, mm-hmm. like all those depressing, anxiety-ridden thoughts are going to take a toll on you physically.
3: Mm-hmm. So, I I agree with that a hundred percent. The people that I'm trying to reach, I I don't know that they care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Their physical threats are more immediate. You know what I'm saying? Versus making a decision over time that um, this uh. Man, I, w- I, wish I, c- I wish I could tell you his name. Uh, John A. Wright Sr., uh, an author, and a St. Louis historian, uh, who we did a podcast with, told us that high schoolers were planning their funerals. And when he said that, of course, I was like, "Like, what do you mean? Like, What he meant was that they don't expect to live long. You know what I'm saying? They don't expect to live to see 30. And so it doesn't make sense to them to have these long-term goals that they don't expect to live long enough to see. You know what I'm saying? And so I agree 100%. The issue is, it's hard to get them to invest in something that you mainly see the benefits in long-term or to warn them about issues that will come in the long-term if they
4: don't expect to have a long-term. Hmm. Right. If they have that idea that you know I'm not gonna make it past this age, it's like because of violence. I need to do do everything like right now. I need to live life right now, and not really think about the future, and that can be very damaging. Yeah.
6: Um. Well, I think that just um comes from us needing to heal our communities. Mm -hmm. Um. Because the reason why they're scared or don't feel like they're gonna live long is because like you said because of the violence but it's so much violence because people it's unhealed people out here um, reacting off of emotions and not understanding you know the emotion that they're going through so they're just being reactive rather than proactive
3: I feel that (laughs) I feel that
8: I agree like especially with what you said about the high school thing like a lot of my classmates talk about even just in passing like it's jokes about like oh I'm probably not going to live that long anyway and so it just kind of there's definitely the question there of like oh well how are we going to make these long-term plans if we're not going to live that long and I think especially what you said too about like the not caring I go to St. Louis public schools, like I'm in a St. Louis public school, and they have like a lot of like, they're trying to push more like mental health resources for teenagers And I think that it's not even really that effective because a lot of teenagers, like, are looking at it and they're not caring. Like, once uh, a month we have a counselor come in and, like, give a whole presentation and the whole time everyone just wants it to be over. Like, nobody really wants to sit and listen to, like, a counselor talk to them. Because I think that there's definitely, like, a connection that people want to feel with someone that they're talking with. And Mm -hmm. so if there's a, like, grown adult coming in trying to talk to a bunch of teenagers about, like, their mental health, it just, I think that like the younger generation specifically is kind of seeing it a bit different and they're looking at it as it's more like oh this is like an embarrassing thing that we don't need to be talking about and so when someone tries to even reach out and help them they're like resistant to it so yeah I think that's a big problem
6: yeah you hit the nail on the head with that one I think it's sometimes we just have to change our approach Mm -hmm. teens or young youth want to feel like they are relating they want to feel connected they want to feel like they're being understood and if they're not i mean they just gonna shut you down because like you don't even know what you're talking about
7: yeah mm-hmm. yeah i would 100 agree <laughs> yeah. um it's all about like i think it's it's putting the teen voice first like i feel like i mean a lot of times that just doesn't happen like the younger person is overshadowed by their parent a counselor a teacher whatever it is and that one experience will make the trust be broken yeah. i think so there's rebuilding of trust that needs to happen.
4: I think one thing, too, is that adults and older people need to realize, too, is that if we pay attention to the youth and understand, like, the boundaries that they're putting on themselves, saying that, oh, I'm only going to live this long or this and that and, you know, send a cap for their life and send a cap for their abilities and their skills. We need to hone in on that. And as adults and, you know, I'm 24, I'm getting to that point I'm getting up there but uh (laughs) 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 but uh one thing I would say for adults is push the boundaries a little more to the point where you get them thinking more about life get them thinking more about like hey you can do this like you can go above and beyond what you think you can do And you can create something meaningful and worthwhile, not only for yourself, but for the generations that are coming after you. Like, not a lot of kids are thinking about that, especially if they're only living in the present moment and not building towards that future. We need to understand that that's the inspiration. You can be an inspiration. You just have to be, I guess, relatable in a way.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's that time again. Time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. That's right, let's pick the city up. This week, we have a Story Stitches original song entitled Perception Isn't Always Reality.
0: Yeah, Reality, reality. Perception is dangerous when you want informed. The climate is hostile, can't stay calm If I wore a suit and tie, could I run for president? Could they prosecute me for a crime with no evidence? When you look at me, do you see any type of value? How can I think universal when I haven't traveled? Never had a passport, so my vision falls short Only time they pump me up is when we on the ball court But when it comes to economics, it's a disadvantage Limited windows of opportunity quick to vanish i manage by myself but need a little help my moves are calculated contemplate on every step quiet is kept out to living long and in the cards we dying slowly every day because the struggle is hard what do you see are you dealing with reality is it the real thing or is it a fallacy because i'm in the hood does' that mean i'm from the hood because i dress well does that make me all good perception isn't always reality perception isn't Reality. reality perception is dangerous when you want informed the climate is hostile can't stay calm perception isn't always reality, reality. perception isn't always reality. reality perception is dangerous when you want informed the climate is hostile can't stay calm how did I become the leader of a million men? And if they really mend, then were they meant to follow? It takes a good follower to make a better leader. We need believers, not perceivers. Race, relations, hollow. Broken bottles, vacant lots in my vicinity. Drugs, gang, violence, and poverty stains my memory. Somehow I managed to smile and through it all, I reflect upon my past. Draw graffiti on the wall. Rest in peace, create a star. And underneath I write my autograph. Is this my culture? True American artifact. From starter jackets to pro models to BKs To Diodorus to Chuck Taylors, where we stay Get God for your J's So many ways we behave like the stereotype And what we betray is a slave Although we descendants, we must end it Or stay suspended, living in a perpetual sentence of the perception We can't make it if given a chance When you look at the original, see greatness in hands They dance with the devil last year, now they soul-searching As for the public opinion, they showing No mercy. Perception isn't always reality. Perception isn't always reality. Perception is dangerous when you want informed. The climate is hostile, can't stay calm. Perception isn't always reality. Perception isn't always reality. Perception is dangerous when you want informed. Climate is hostile, can't stay calm. She thought I was guilty, cause I had my hoodie on. Nope, not even once did she ever think she could be wrong. Manny said I stole something, cause my pants was too baggy. I'm too dark skinned, the police keep getting at me. I wonder why, cause your perception, my reality. I ain't even eating good, but still I'm burning calories. Look at the difference in our infant mortality. We dying in this hood, 182 fatalities. How many look like me, racial disparities impacted? Media your bias and it make my people look so backwards state of emergency gets distracted with ebola game over my life is a purchase for stockholders because the rich control the market while the poor becomes the target we struggling to live while they strolling the red carpet got your degree but does that really make you smart you a nurse or a school teacher that don't mean you have a heart do it perception isn't always reality perception isn't always reality Perception is dangerous when you want inform The climate is hostile can't stay calm Perception isn't always reality Perception isn't always reality Perception is dangerous when you want inform The climate is
3: hostile can't stay calm Wow the last couple minutes just got mad deep didn't it
7: <laughs> just got mad deep didn't it
3: <laughs> So I think that's real what do you suggest for and this is for anybody uh, on the panel but what do y'all suggest for someone who's trying to help someone with their mental health but the person that they're trying to help isn't ready to be helped yet
2: uh i would say kind of what she said earlier about mm-hmm. just letting them work through their process mm-hmm. and have patience with them because i feel like for anybody it's not something you can just rush they could be like they said trying to understand what it is that they're going through you know so maybe it's just hard for them to kind of grasp the concept of whatever is going on especially like something like death and grieving you know sometimes it's hard for people to realize that that person isn't there anymore you know so i think just having patience and working with them you know letting them
3: get through it i feel that i feel that anybody else want to touch on
8: yeah so i feel like A lot of adults kind of now have taken the approach of asking, like, the kids kind of what they need, like, because of the issues, like, instead of just assuming they're, like, trying to ask, and I feel like that isn't that effective either, because a lot of times I know, like, we don't really know what we need, so I think even just, like, taking the time to like get to know the people you're trying to help even if they're not ready for help yet just like take that time to get to know them and just like have like literally just kind of build that trust up because if you're not trusting someone you're not going to talk to them like about your mental health and you're not going to know what you need unless you like really think about it like because just asking someone on the spot what do you need to help your mental health like they're kids you know they don't know that so i think it's like of the professionals need to be able to like. Um, talk with kids and get to know the individual people that they're trying to help and eventually being they can form like a plan based on that and just keep trying until they find something that works
7: yeah i think just showing up even in like personal space not the professional space but just like the person who's going through who's struggling with something who's struggling mentally m- maybe just go bring them breakfast or cook a meal for them or you know like bring bring something over I think what you said earlier about messages um, I think those are those are messages like actions can be messages and they might not be ready to address what they're going through yet but that doesn't mean you you can't still be there for them in different
3: ways wow and I've never really thought of it that way you know uh, I've or I, I just kind of settled on that notion that you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped But yeah, I think you're right. And also sometimes you can help somebody by stepping, stepping back or whatnot, you know, and also realizing that it's not about you. And that's not, that's not to say that you go in thinking about thinking that it's about you, but when someone reacts adversely to you trying to help them or whatnot, understand that it's, it's not about you you know what I'm saying like 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 the, the the reaction that they're giving you isn't because they hate you or whatever the case is but it's it's because of what they have going on and not particularly what you have going on 100% 100% before we close out we did actually want to open the floor for if the audience had any questions I do actually have one Oh yeah for sure for um,
2: sure like what are common signals that we overlook that show that people are dealing with depression or mental health issues, because I feel like sometimes we don't know until it's too late, you know? So like, what are some of those signals that most people overlook?
4: One thing I can say is that I used to have a friend that we make plans all the time. You know, we will hang out as a group and, uh, he, he was going through depression and one of the biggest things that we started to see was we make plans and right before plans come up, he's always pulling out. He's always saying, like, you know what, I'm going to stay in. I don't want to go out and anything. And sooner or later, we found out that he was dealing with anxiety. He was dealing with depression. And ever since then... Like anytime he pulls out, like I just make sure he's all right. I'm I ask him, I'm like, yo, is everything good? Anything come up? Like, how's your mental health? How's everything? He's like, I'm just checking up on you. And like sometimes like he'll be going through it. Sometimes it's just like something came up, but it's always good to open that door for somebody and be like, hey, like I'm here if you need it. Like, I understand that you can't make it out tonight, but anything that you need, I'm here. For that and one thing that you guys touched on earlier it's like grieving at a funeral it's like sometimes it's not the right thing to say like everything is going to be all right because obviously if somebody is like real close to them that just passed away they don't want to hear that just open that door and be like hey anything i'm here for you and i promise you they're not going to forget about that
6: Yes, that's a good sign. And I would say um, someone who's always sleeping, someone that's not taking care of this, themselves, um, someone who is losing interest in things, you know, they once loved, someone could, that could not be sleeping. You could be sleeping a lot. You could be. It, I think it's those extremes, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, if they're very irritable, just you see, you're seeing them going from one, ext- one extreme to the next and you just know that they're not themselves. I would say they're most likely going through something.
7: I think sometimes big unprompted decisions are also just like be aware of them sometimes um depending on what they are you'd be like oh i mean that was unexpected or something like that Mm. i
9: honestly think that um well my my mentality is totally different with just everybody going through things so if i know this person for a long time it's hard to know a person in like a day and say okay you're going through this like Right. you have to know this person and know what mm-hmm. behavior has changed so once the behavior changed whatever that may be uh, maybe they always used to laugh now they're not that's the easiest one right there but it's just like change behavior you notice change behavior then you question like why why you don't do that no more why you don't do that no more then that's when they open up and say well you know it's this and this and it's this, this and this and then you have to listen to what they are saying and not just brush it off you know like it it, that they say it's something there that you can key in on but some you know the the person listening has to be a listener in order to catch that
7: i also feel like i i want to bring up the person could not be changing their behavior at all they could i mean it could all be internal and i think just checking in on the people you care about whenever is good and can help going back to that like messaging like telling people you love them (laughs) you never know they don't hear that that often um i think it's important for anyone not even just people that you notice behavior changes in
5: i kind of want to touch on that especially with the extremes and then the fact that sometimes you might not be able to tell because some people can hide it well like me personally i can hide it well I can be so happy like I'm always laughing I'm always smiling I'm always being happy but sometimes I feel like I want people to check up on me so I'm I, I mean I feel like you should always check on the people around you as much as you can because you honestly you sometimes you can't tell yeah.
3: and I want to amplify one of the points you made and that was also checking in on the people that always seem to be happy or that's always smiling mm-hmm. because you you look at the smile or whatnot and you think, like, oh, that person don't need to be checked in on. That person is fine. Or or, or at least when you see somebody always giggly or smiling or laughing or whatever, you just kind of assume that nothing's wrong or whatnot and therefore don't feel the need to check in on them. But that's absolutely right. And even that person that always seemed to know what to say or that person that everybody else go to for their problems, like that person need to get checked on too. I, I ain't gonna say I need to get checked on more than anybody else that I don't like, you know, they the weights and waits, but struggle Most but overlooked. Right, yeah. right, right. Yes. Kind of goes
7: back to the humor as a shield question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah definitely. And actually, uh, since we've looped around to that question, I think that some people do kind of use it as a humor, as a trauma um, response or um as a shield in the uh respect of putting a for lack of a better word comedic spin on it kind of allows you to not have to deal with the serious effects that said thing has um i think that's one of the biggest ways that people use trauma as a shield now you do have comedians who turn their pain into comedy after they've dealt with it after they've processed it you know what i'm saying and that's a different thing it's possible to to interweave you know humor into a traumatic situation without using it as a shield but in terms of specifically using it as a shield it's usually when you're trying to put a spin on it that allows you to look at the situation without having to deal with the pain or whatever it caused and analyzing why it did that and how you can properly uh, move past it.
2: I guess so you're saying there's a difference between using it as a shield and using it as a coping mechanism.
3: Um. Well, I think the people that use it as a shield are using it as a coping mechanism as well. Mm-hmm. But doing so in a unhealthy way sometimes it's a sometimes it's a thin line between healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms and sometimes it's not even the coping mechanism itself but how you're using it that makes it unhealthy you know what i'm saying yeah so like i know you're a gamer and you also a dancer so using dance as a way to not deal with your problems versus using it as a way to deal with your problems You know what i'm saying and it's only like one word or two that's different in the sentences but one looks like 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 (sighs) interpret i don't want to say that you have to interweave your trauma into your art but i think that that's one of the signs of using your art to process your trauma versus like like and you also a writer so the way that you'll write a song expressing how you feel about something that just happened versus somebody writing a song so that they don't have to deal with what just happened
4: Gotcha. speaking from experience that using humor as a shield and seeing other people using humor as a shield one thing i used to do even if it was a serious topic you know i will always try to you know throw in the joke and Mm -hmm. everything keep it that way you know keep me in my comfort zone Because I know my comfort zone is, okay, I'm a funny dude. I find ways to make everything funny. So let me keep it that way. Because if things get too serious, I know I'm not gonna wanna talk about that. I Mm -hmm. know I'm not gonna wanna go down that road. And I've seen that with other people. One thing I recommend for a lot of people, and I wish I had this too, is that have friends and also be that friend. That is more specific in their questions. Mm-hmm. It's like anybody can say, "Yo, how are you? Good seeing you and everything." But be more specific with that. How are you? Like, how are you? How's your health? How's your family? How's mm-hmm. everything going in your life? It's like want to hear more from that person. Put them in the position to be like, "Okay, I want." He wants me to share more. Let me be honest Put them Don't push them obviously But put them in the position Where they can be safe and make, right? and
6: make them feel That you really care You're not just asking The general How are you You know Just letting them know That you, you really do care About how they feel
4: Exactly Don't go through the motions Just be like Hey he Like earlier Like I said Through those actions Through those questions You're letting them know Like I'm here for you I'm here to talk about Whatever I'm letting you know, like, I'm willing to be as vulnerable as you're willing to be. And that's very, very important. We need friends like that. And we need to be that friend too, as well.
3: Most of, most of, and I think, I think one of the most important things you said was not going through the motions because if we, if we, if we gonna be all the way honest, when people say, how are you doing or how are you? they really not expecting no full <laughs> drawn out. You know what I'm saying? If we're going to be all the way honest about it. And maybe sh- people should be more specific or whatnot. But most people ask the question to be polite. You know what I'm saying? So I think you're right. Not How just you doing became emotions. a greeting.
6: That's just yeah, like you a greeting now. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's not a, it's not a, oh, I actually want to hear about what's wrong with you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so... Yeah. So, so yeah, I think word choice is important and just making sure that you, you know, you cur, you know, I feel like I feel like if you genuinely cur, it'll come out in the way that you uh, in the way that you're talking. And follow
6: up questions is also really good.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And also, I think it's important to recognize that, yes, offer your help. But if someone says I don't want it or I don't need it right now. I feel like you should respect that person's boundaries as well. You know yep. what I'm saying? I, th- I think reaching out means, like, even if somebody doesn't accept your help, usually you reaching out still meant something. You know, it's still, they, they're still happy that you reached out. They're still happy that they have somebody that's gonna check in. Uh, I saw you grab the mic. Was you trying to say something? Why? Why was you just grabbing <laughs> the mic? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got a question
7: I <laughs> Brandon putting me on
1: the spot. All right, so um I do want to know, just from the outside looking in in your field, it seems like a lot of uh taking on a lot of other people's problems, um, which mm. I which I feel can get kind of, you know, it could wear on you. So do you get worn out, so to speak, in the workplace and um like how do you deal with that?
6: Well, I'll say my mom is a um, licensed therapist, so I grew up in a household where I've watched her um, basically be like a superhero for everybody for a long time. And what I'll say is, is that even though she may get worn out sometimes, she has always loved what she does. Like, she's passionate about it, so it don't matter. Like, she gonna pick up that phone. Like, she really has a passion for helping people. So, no matter if it may wear her out sometimes, like, she is honored to do what she does so I just say go in the right field I guess
3: felt, felt. Yeah, and I think it's important to acknowledge that you know you gonna get worn out because you're a person you know what I'm saying too regardless of you know I I love 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 music I, I love it it's everything to me but it's definitely times where I'm like bro <laughs> like <laughs> I don't fake it when I, like when, when the music ain't going how I want it to I cuss a lot yeah. <laughs> like a I do be growling Bro you ain't have to say that Growlice yeah, I do, I do, I, I, like that? It ain't like no and okay. Like that you know what I'm saying Nah you know okay. what I'm saying Just like if something like If it's something tedious like you know you try to log in Like five times and it
4: still mm-hmm. saying it's on you like Arr.
6: I don't know about that but okay You can scream it out and <laughs> scream <laughs> on <old> music
4: Yeah <DMX. laughs> Bro, sounds like DMX.
6: <laughs>
4: I'm saying he could do it. Why can't? No, he no, do no, it? no,
2: no, no, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think it's um important to acknowledge that everybody has limits, and that like similar to what you said earlier, if you gonna take on somebody' problems like that and pour out, it's important to have people in your life that are pouring back into you.
6: Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Because you can't you can't feel nothing with an empty reservoir. And so yeah You know what I'm saying I think you gotta know yourself And know You know what I'm saying It's, it's up to you to know When you get into your limits Or whatever And what things help you tonight reach that limits You know It's a it's a reason to give people A vacation every year Yeah Or sick days Or whatever the case is You know what I'm saying Cause you need that
6: 100% I'm gonna piggyback off what you said really quickly um, Yeah I think the number one thing is Making sure that you take care of yourself first So you can help other people um, Or others because that's something I tell my mom all the time Please take care of yourself first for And sure. then take care of everybody else
4: <laughs> <laughs> So first of all I want to thank Everybody coming out and being vulnerable It's uncomfortable to speak face to face But on a mic On a podcast Kudos to everybody for real And uh, my question, real quick, one thing that we've done the last two times that we've met as a group is go around the room and check everybody's, you know, mental health. How's everybody feeling mentally today? So I wanted to ask every single one of us, how are we feeling mentally today? I feel like it's only right that you started. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Honestly, I'm feeling ecstatic because I've always wanted to do something like this. I mean I don't know if y'all could tell But I've been talking a lot today (laughs) Because because honestly like I don't have much of a group to speak a lot Especially on topics that you know I love topics like this I love it so much And it only inspired me to make my own podcast at home So I, I feel ecstatic I feel inspired Every single one of you guys have inspired me today to put my voice out there and invite other people to do the same and be selfless be a man that serves the community not just himself and my voice is very very powerful and i've learned that and i appreciate you guys for giving me the opportunity to do that so uh, that's how i'm feeling. Sure.
3: oh yeah we snap after uh sharing. sorry I'm, I'm 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 okay i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm actually okay um i haven't been okay all week all month all year but as of now i'm okay um i'm way more aware of myself mentally than i was at this time last year even on january 1st of this year i'm way more aware than i was so uh i'm appreciative for that and i appreciate all y'all because every time i come here i make sure i leave with a smile on my face or at least smile while i'm here that's for all the story stitches not the people that not usually hear. but yeah so why you have to?
5: He kind of took my word I was going to say inspired But I would say grateful Because like he said I'm glad I could speak And be in a room with people who are just as passionate About a topic as I am Um, You know Just voicing my opinions and my ideas I'm working on that So this was a great opportunity to get better
3: (laughs) Felt, felt.
1: I'm just the engineer, I ain't gotta go right.
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> yes.
1: But yeah, I, I uh I feel good. I think I'm in a good space the last few times that we've been meeting. I uh you know, been saying I've been feeling good, so I'm still carrying it on. You know, I've been to a couple art museums in the last month and um uh, yeah, just feeling real creative and refreshed and um uh, I say it's some real good energy in the room and I'm just reciprocating it, you know what I'm saying? Felt felt
9: I've been doing uh, good, bad, ugly, uh, great, uh, inspired, creative, uh, all of it. And it sometimes it'd be, you know, like I said earlier, I've been starting my day with just like, hey, you're going to kill it today. Whatever you do, you're going to kill it. You're going to do your thing. And i just been keeping that mindset a lot, speaking it to my kids a lot. Um, so I'm feeling great because... I took a big transition into my career. So that part there is the hardest, trying to stay here. Because uh, everything I do now is for my own work. I have to work for what I do. Uh, I, can't, I can't lollygag. I got young adults looking at me, you know, waiting for me to, you know, see what I do wrong. Or they gonna probably do wrong. You know, I got to do right. So everything is, is a lot of responsibilities on my hands, but uh, I'm willing to do it, you know. Uh, do the work that's all i'm doing so felt felt, felt, felt.
1: how y'all doing hello. hello i'm doing uh pretty good now i'm feeling uh pretty encouraged being here so thank y'all for that uh i made a mistake with a co-worker at work today and i've been kind of beating myself up over mm. over uh not engaging with her the right way, so mm-hmm. uh, now I feel a little bit better. So thank y'all. Uh, good,
3: uh, good. Bye. And, and fix it. Fix the mistake.
4: Yeah. It happens. Uh, y'all hear me? Yep. Yeah. All right, all right. But now I want to thank everybody for coming out. I, I, I personally really appreciate y'all and y'all time and what y- is being said. Um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm in a dance mood. I'm gonna leave and go dance. So yeah, I'm, I'm just really good right now. I'm gonna release. Using my craft And stuff (laughs) Right But yeah uh, I want everybody To always remember Everything happens For a reason No matter if you know The reason Just know it happened Do better Drink water (laughs) (laughs) I feel
9: great Mentally So Yeah That's what's up
2: That's
9: all I gotta say So we can All that for like A three word answer
3: (laughs) You feel me Yeah to speed it up I just feel like it should have been more after I should have been more. <laughs> hey, y'all want a whole book. Nah.
6: Um, I'm honestly in a great space. Um and was that the only question? I forgot.
3: Um, how are you doing mentally?
6: Oh yeah, much? I'm doing great mentally. Um and I will say, hopefully I hopefully y'all invite me back. Um, because I feel like I have a story that I could probably share with you all about my mental health journey. But I'm in a great space and I really worked really hard to get here. so mm. Friday, Friday. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me as well.
7: I I love it. I will say, when I first came in, I was really nervous. I've never been on a podcast before. I'm also like my second year in, in my professional career.
6: Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, um, okay. You know,
7: I'm still learning. You got it. Um, but it's, I think you guys really made me feel super comfortable and um, really excited to have a conversation like this. I don't think it happens very often. Fire, so I'm, I'm feeling I was feeling nervous and now I'm feeling better. Fire. welcome
3: <laughs> At the moment I'm um, I don't wanna even, i do don't, not don't want to make it a sad move but I'm, I've been kind of at my breaking point for the past month or so and I've been trying to get myself out of it but I feel like being here you know, kind of helps. I like been around the good energy getting my laps in but you know yeah it's been a little tough recently.
6: Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, and it's okay for you to be in that space, you know. And we all here to help you if you want to talk about it. If you want to vent right now, you know, we got encouraging words for you and know that it will get better. Mm -hmm. It's just a process.
3: For sure, hundred percent, hundred percent, my boy.
2: Uh, It's all good.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's all good, bro. It's all good.
2: Me personally, I don't know. You know how sometimes, some days, you like get into like a mood. And you don't know like why you in that mood mm-hmm. i feel like i've been working through it though so like i feel like mentally i'm in a good space but i do feel like it was an energy that was trying to make me not be in such a good mood um and i think me personally i started realizing that with the way i was treating people around me you know what i'm saying like maybe being a little too snappy or something you know and just trying to just reevaluate you know like it's it's no reason for me to even be doing this so like what's going on type thing and uh just getting back to that space where i'm like i'm good it's going to be a good day like yeah there's nothing that's going to hold me back and it's been a good day so i'm here, right
8: here.
4: um today I'm, I'm doing good today's been
8: good
9: that's really all I've got. Like, I don't have any like. But today's
3: been good. No. So I'm in a pretty good place mentally right now, which is interesting because it didn't stay that way consistently over the last 48 hours or so. Um, I've felt several different emotions, but I'm kind of in a place where I'm now able to. I don't want to say for sure that I seek out uncomfortable situations. But that I understand that things like pressure and a lack of comfort are necessary for growth. And I'm now in a place mentally where I could sit there with that pressure or that lack of comfort and analyze the situation versus trying to run from the pressure or the uh, lack of comfort or whatever the case is. And also that, um, Recently, uh, I was told by somebody very captivating and um, convincing that I wasn't something that I knew with every fiber of my being that I was Mm. and So I felt really conflicted for a minute but Even sitting here now. I kind of realized that They don't have the authority to decide that for me whether or not I'm that thing you know and i know i'm that thing and so
4: why do i care
3: you know if 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 you think i'm that thing or not you know and so i am kind of mentally proud of myself for standing my ground and and recognizing an increased sense of mental fortitude which, is, which I think is needed to get to where I'm trying to go. I think you have to be mentally strong, mentally tough, and that it should take more than somebody telling you that you're not something that you know you are to deter you from what you're trying to do or where you're trying to go. And so, all in all, I would say I'm in a good space. That's real. Bye. All right. Everybody, under the sound of my voice, I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in. It's been a very... um insightful conversation that we've had thank everybody for being a part of it everybody that decided to get vulnerable or you know talk about things that you maybe in, in another uh situation wouldn't have been comfortable talking about uh thank you for your vulnerability and know that you haven't been judged and that you are accepted right along with us we want to thank y'all so much for coming out you know what I'm saying? even though you ain't growl for me what is cool <laughs> um, we want to thank y'all so much for coming out um, And spending time with us And yes you are absolutely invited back uh, both of you. Yes 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 we'd absolutely love to have you back Cool And yes um, that being said Before we officially close out Is there anything that either of you feel like should be said That hasn't been said yet Oh okay She steps from behind the curtain <laughs> Take 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 that we we have we have we we, missy stop Uh, ah we have so many hands i have one
2: (laughs) one.
5: (laughs) i've been sitting over here by this picture of our friend tj who also suffered from sadness and different mental health issues who we lost and this is his space that we named for him and I feel him so much loving all of you for honoring him in this way. And I know he's looking down on you, right here with you, and loving you, all of you. And That just makes me feel really good. So thank you. So I had a
3: good day.
2: <laughs> yes. Bye. Thank Bye. you, Missy.
3: That being said, everybody under the sign of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitch Cat Studio. We hope that you found this insightful, enlightening, that you maybe learned something that you didn't know when you uh, pressed play and listened to this story circle. That being said, if you're in between the ages of 16 and 24. And you want to know how you can become a part of our Stitchcast family or uh, become a part of Story Stitches in general. If you want to know how you can help us do what we do, if you want to know uh, where our next performance is going to be, we encourage you to go to storystitches.org. That being said, we want to thank y'all for listening. And we out. Thank y'all.
1: Story Stitchers is supported in part by the Lewis Prize for Music 2021 Accelerator Award. The mission of the Lewis Prize is to partner with leaders who create positive change by investing in young people through music. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitchers programs is provided by Missouri Department of Economic Development Youth Opportunities Program, the Arts and Education Council, and powered by Amaranth Corp and Tegna Foundation, St. Louis Story Stitcher Studio. The center is supported in part by Kranzberg Arts Foundation as a resident organization. Thank you for listening. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches. story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. This special edition episode of Stitchcast Studio is for the Perception Isn't Always Reality Mental Health Campaign, supported in part by Youth Bridge Community Foundation.